Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> His early break with Zip and Jig. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We have talked a lot today about the money right now in college football. Brian Kelly getting 15 mil to go to LSU. Lincoln Riley, we're not sure what the money is, but it's a lot to go to, to USC. We're joined now by Husker Online's Robin Washit. Robin, can you believe right now we're talking about a coach in college football not named Nick Saban making $15 million a year in Brian Kelly? Pretty unbelievable, but <laughs> it seems like the sport has just embraced that it is a professional business. You know, and then there's really no going back. And uh, somebody made the point, though, is uh, these contracts will start cooling down as soon as football programs stop bringing in 200 plus million dollars to their universities. So really, like the return these schools are getting on their investment in some of these cases is uh, pretty, pretty uh, significant. So I don't I think that uh, this is just kind of the nature of the beast, especially with the further professionalism of of college athletics, it's, it's a full-blown business now, and they're not even hiding anymore. Hey, Robin Washington. Robin, tomorrow Nebraska basketball plays against NC State in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Nebraska riding a four-game win streak, the longest of Fred Hoiberg's tenure here at Nebraska. We saw them uh, beat South Dakota by 13 on Saturday, helped out by Kise Tominaga going for 23 what, you watched that game, uh, Robin. I'm curious, did you see a, a, a more comfortable version of Tominaga? Do you think this is a guy that's maybe found his stroke as we head into a very important part of Nebraska's season? Yeah, I mean, it was good for him to just see shots go in. Uh, he didn't really take many different types of shots. Uh, they actually just, he made them. And when he gets that confidence and starts shooting with confidence and swagger, then uh, he looks like that type of player. And for him to start 4 of 21 from three-point range was probably more of a surprise than what he did uh, the other night. And so that's that's what he's capable of. That's why he's here, um, that type of firepower off the bench. And, you know, it's not going to happen every night, but he's going to be that type of player that, that can bring that type of 
spurt uh, off off the bench and really almost changed the dynamic of the game because Nebraska was really struggling um, offensively before he came in, and then he knocked down a couple three pointers and uh, sparked a big first half run that really changed the complexion of the game. And so that's that's what he's able to do. Um, you know, obviously it's you know going to be nice when his shot's not falling, but I think more often than not, that's the the kind of player that he can be and, and the, the kind of shooter that he is certainly um, you know capable of being and has proven he's capable of being. Joined by Robin Washett. Robin, okay, so Nebraska reels off a four, a nice little four-game win streak. Idaho State, Southern Tennessee State, South Dakota are the victims. I, I have to think they've gained from this. I, I think this is probably good form. How good form, though? How much have they benefited, in your opinion? Well, I mean, I think – there's still obviously a long way to go before this thing is even remotely close to a, a finished product, but uh, they've been able to learn and get better through wins. And yes. you go back to the previous two years, they've never had an experience like this where they've won four straight games, let alone three straight games. Uh, the longest winning streak under Fred Hoyerberg before this was two. So uh, they've been able to kind of get some wrinkles out and you know, kind of establish some some better role identity and then just develop some of the chemistry while also winning games. And there's a lot of value in that because, you know, while it has, hasn't been anywhere close to perfect, you're still gaining confidence because you're, you're figuring yourself out and you're having success and getting that reward of victory in the process. So that's, that's where the real value is. I mean, on the surface, these games were put on the schedule to be victories. So the, the fact that they won them, it, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, there's still something to be said that the team that we saw against South Dakota looked a whole lot different than the one we saw against Western Illinois in a lot of different ways. And so I think slowly but surely you're seeing incremental progress of this team kind of coming together and uh, you know, taking steps towards reaching its full potential. But, you know, now the, the warm-up period is, is over. <laughs> Tomorrow's begins a stretch of five straight high major mm-hmm. games, two, two Big Ten games included there, mm-hmm. uh, where they're going to learn a lot about themselves. And so while they were able to at least get some, some feel-good uh, victories um, over the last couple weeks, you know, the, the degree of difficulty ramps up here in a major way over the next uh, couple weeks here. Yeah, as you assessed them, Robin, the next five games, NC State, Indiana, Michigan, Auburn, and Kansas State. Uh, what, what's a realistic expectation for what fans you know can hope for in these five games in terms of a record, if, if that's, you know, I guess, anything out there you can, ex- you can expect? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really hard to say because a lot of it depends on what Nebraska team shows up. I mean, if it's the one that, um, you know, they, they're capable of being, then, you know, sure, they, they could probably, uh, you know, Auburn is going to be uh, probably the uh, difficult challenge. And obviously those two Big Ten games, Indiana's playing really well. Michigan was, uh, you know, one of the preseason favorites in the Big Ten. So that stretch, that three-game stretch right there is, is going to be uh, pretty difficult. But uh, the bookends of that, you know, NC State, they're 5-1, they're and one, but – they haven't looked great, and they just lost their best uh, post player uh, mm-hmm. to an injury for the season. So, you know, they're they're a team that, just like Nebraska, is still kind of figuring itself out. But it's the first time Nebraska's played a game away from Pinnacle Bank Arena. So there's just unknowns about how they're going to handle that. Uh, so that's a game that how they play is going to dictate the, the answer to the rest of that question. But then I think Kansas State – you know, the fact that that game's at home, um, you, know, you would think Nebraska could have a pretty good chance at that one. So I think the two bookends of that stretch are probably the most hmm. winnable 
of those, but how they do in that NC State game tomorrow night is going to go a long way in answering just how you're going to feel about the rest of those games in that stretch. Robin Wassett joins us. Bryce McGowan's the five-star freshman, pretty strong out of the gate here. 17 points a game, not shooting a three-pointer like maybe you thought, 23.1%, but 17 a game is 17 a game, um, averaging 32 minutes. Is this about what you expected, or is it more than you expected? It's a, a little bit more, and I, I think uh, a lot of that was because I didn't think they would need him to score that many points. I kind of thought he would be in that you know, 12 to 15 range, and so for him to have you know, three twenty-point games already. Uh, you know, be the leading score, leading freshman scorer in the Big Ten. Uh, that's that's pretty darn good. And so, you know, again, you got to take into account the competition they're playing. Um, it's been good. Uh, he's done it against bad teams, but if he's able to continue the success to to any degree, um, you know, over the course of this next month, then you're going to have a totally different conversation about uh, what type of player um, you know he could end up being this season. So it's. Uh, I mean, obviously, he came here with extremely high expectations, and you know, the three-point shots one thing. Um, you know, I think his physicality is another issue that needs to get better, just in terms of being a more aggressive rebounder, um, you know, finishing better in traffic. Uh, but you know, those are things that he's uh, can fix, and you know, likely uh, has a good chance of fixing. And if that all comes together. Uh, you know, he, there's no telling how high his ceiling could be, especially as the competition gets up. Robin, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. See you later. So Husker Online's Robin Washington, Nebraska, plays NC State tomorrow night on the road, 6.15 p.m. in uh, on ESPNU. In yeah, Wallace. that game is gettable. Uh, sure it is, yeah. yeah. Or NC State is, if you're going to open, I mean, this is a tough stretch for sure, December, but that's – God, Robin mentioned they lost their post player. That's that's good news for Nebraska, um, and they've just been okay so far. So that's that's a game Nebraska could win. Yeah, again, Nebraska. As Robin also said Nebraska's first road game of the season. That's You've true. Seven straight games at home. Right. You've that, not played outside PBA yet. Right. And there's you know there's some. I mean, I don't want to say this is young. This is an all young team though. Think about it. Look at Alonzo Verge. It's not going to affect him. Derek Walker going on the road not going to affect him cj welcher why would it affect him why would it affect kobe webster why would it affect lot mayan i mean this i sure when i hear people it's different rims though it's your first time playing different true but i mean i'm talking about when people say this is a young team i'm like no it's not young it's not a young team you're gonna have a you're gonna have a big roster turnover next year it's yeah it's not young it's It's just young and experienced together yes exactly that's what it is but it's not a young team. it's not young no Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Sip is 0-1 to begin the week, trying to get that first win. Today, one of your favorites here. You've asked me this before in the past. I'm going to ask it to you. NFL backup quarterbacks. What teams do these players play for? Really hard. Currently. Current backups. 464 Five, six, eight, five. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. 
Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the Lake Down Sip and Trivia. It looks like you are 32-26 and 26 since the reset, but you've lost two straight games. <laughs> yeah, and I'm 0-1 on the week, which you is... You are. That's it. Uh, yeah, concerning. don't... Let's not do the Bagel Boy it's thing. It's concerning. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't, G- I don't like the pressure. James, how do you feel about current NFL backup quarterbacks? Oh, that's so good. That feels pretty good, he says. He feels okay. pretty good. All right, James. How about you, Sip? I don't feel that good about it. Um, All right, James. First question goes to you. What team is Mike White the backup quarterback for? Uh, the Jets. The Jets is correct. Yeah, he's been he's been he's played this year. He has. Yeah. A lot of backups have played this year. Guys get hurt. <laughs> okay. Guys get hurt. Okay, Sip, for the tie, your first question. What team is P.J. Walker the backup quarterback for? The name is P.J. Walker. It's one of the the newer, the Panthers. Wow, Carolina Panthers, that's right. Yeah, well done. I, I can Where'd call these expand. I can call these. Ex- I still call them expansion. <laughs> They've been around for like twenty five years. <laughs> sure, they're they're uh, new. Yeah. The Texans are the newest team, but can't sure, can't you not? still call them expansion franchises? Yeah, they, I guess they technically are. Yeah. But okay, uh, James, for the two one lead, your last question: What team is Blaine Gabbert the backup quarterback for? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is correct. 2-1 lead to force the tiebreaker. Sip your last question. What team is Josh Rosen the backup quarterback for? Josh Rosen of uh, UCLA? Yes. Wait. Um, the last team I knew he was on. Um, well, it's not that one, I don't think. I'm curious to see what that well, team that was is. like three years ago. Oh, <laughs> that's a bad start. Yeah. I think he's still. Is he? Did he move on to the Falcons? What the? What is this coming from? <laughs> Harrison, what is going on here? Well, you expect I don't know anything? Well, you don't watch NFL Falcons. that much, and these kind of guys that rarely play. Yeah, he was. Right. A, I remember him very this well. This goes to James because it was to you last time. James, you set the number, and Sip will go over under your number. Blaine Gabbert has played in 64 career games. How many touchdowns has he thrown in his career? James, this is to you. He has he has played in sixty four games. How many touchdowns has he thrown? Can you say that one more time? Thirty eight. Thirty eight is the number he says. It's gotta be. Over. Is over. it over 38 to get his first win of the week? <laughs> <laughs> no Bagel Boy shirt. 50 touchdowns. <laughs> Where are you, Happer? 50 touchdowns to 47 interceptions for Blaine Gabbard. Say that again. 50 touchdowns, 47 okay. picks. James, thanks for calling. We'll get your bagel and a coffee, but call in down the road. All right, thank you. Okay, right. now I thought it would have been way higher than 50. Well, that's a good guess by James. Yeah, it was. That was a good guess. I thought it would be in the 80 range. He, he has been a backup most of his career. You know, he started with the Jags, and then he went yeah, to the Niners. Scary. I was really confident when I shouldn't have been really confident. 
because I thought it was way over. Yeah, 50 touchdowns, 47 interceptions. Okay, whatever. A perfectly okay. mediocre career. Well, you know what this means is the big thing it means is no bagel boy yeah, shirt. Yeah, I'm out. Thank you. Big big day for you. Big it moment. is. I mean, when I, I, this is a surprise to me. The fact that you, I didn't give you gimmies. I, Harrison, were those gimmies I gave him? P.J. Walker is not a gimme. And Josh Rosen certainly is not a gimme because he's bounced Rosen's around. Rosen's more of a gimme because he's, been he's bounced, bounced around. But. How, how is it a gimme then? He's bounced around several teams. You could have guessed the Dolphins, the I Cardinals. Was, I've always been interested in Rosen because he was so highly regarded coming out of college. You saw him play in yeah, person. Yeah, I saw him play at UCLA. What do you think about him? Well, I mean, in that game, he wasn't that good. He's not that good, is he? Right. He's not that good. But he was regarded as a big time. Like, what was he? He was drafted high. He was drafted 10th right? overall by yeah. the Cardinals. They yeah. departed with him after one season. Right. The Dolphins took the bait, and he was awful, and they moved on. Now they got Tua. Everything's good. Everything's good. The spillover with Happer and Schaefer is next on Early Break in the Ticket.